Just how concerned should you be about Carolina Panthers quarterback Bryce Young? All that and more in this episode of the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We'd like to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks, the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LOCKEDONNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. I am your host, Marcus Mosher. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosher. Joining me today, as always, is Kate Majuk. You can check her out on Twitter at Kate Majuk. You can also follow her work at Pro Football Focus. Kate, we, uh, we, we're going to do some promotion commotion at the end of the show, but we've got to talk about this awesome Panthers-Bears game on Thursday Night Football. That you and I t- you Go ahead. <laughs> Must we? Yes, we have to. Because you oh. and I yesterday talked about Bryce Young uh, and where he stands among rookie quarterbacks. I said that there's a good chance that by tomorrow's show, I could be just eating my words, and I am. They're not great. Uh, tell me what you saw out of, of young quarterback. Now, we did have a rookie off. Like, let's not forget, young Tyson Badgett, also a rookie. Um, but, you know, of course, we got to talk about the number one overall pick instead. Um, tell me what you your your biggest takeaways were from from this Panthers-Bear showdown about the number one overall pick. Are you eating your words? And I want to hear uh, in great detail why. A couple things. So just off the very top, I don't think Bryce Young played well. He missed some easy throws that he shouldn't miss. He had guys open. He just needs to play better. It, it's it's really that simple. You're seeing a lot of things that you didn't see at Alabama, like him taking unnecessary sacks and him just missing guys wide open, not really using his legs at all. And that's concerning. I wonder if the poor play is now starting to affect how he's playing. And that's very discouraging. Yeah, very, very interesting. And, you know, like it's kind of weird because you also I I feel like you see him throw away balls just nonstop, which obviously every thrown away ball is a a down uh, that you're sacrificing. You're not making the play. I also think like. Do you think there's any aspect of this that like he doesn't want to get hit? Because that like when I see him throwing a bunch of balls out of bounds and um, you know then he he takes some unnecessary hits. Like it makes me wonder if he's he he doesn't want to get hit. And well, he's been hit a lot, so he has 29 sacks on the season. I also just want think it's probably Frank Reich saying like, "Hey, don't take sacks; it kills our offense." Um, the, 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 here's the thing that I, I saw in last night's game. There are so many times in this game where he's trying to throw the ball to the sideline on like these really ridiculously long comeback throws to Adam Thielen where like he, and he completed several of these, but they're like for four yard gains. There's this, it's too hard of a throw for that little upside. And that's where I come back to. Yes. He needs more receiver help. I just don't know if this offense is doing him any favors. They're not getting guys on the move with the football. There's really no pre-snap motion at all. Defenses know exactly what to expect. I, I mean, I was disappointed in, in Bryce Young, but I was really just more disappointed than everybody in this offense. It just looks like a very, very boring and low upside offense. 
Yeah. And like when you're, you're having a bunch of those targets to, you know, targeting the sideline that limits any potential for yards after the catch. Cause basically you, you catch the ball, you have no room to run. You're knocked out of bounds. Like there is no room for you to generate yards after the catch, which might be the thing that, you know, pops off some upside for this offense. Um, obviously like Adam Thielen, you know, it, what he's like 63, 64, you're not, you're not exactly <laughs> expecting him to hit 20 miles per hour on any given play, but like giving the, you know, it, it's all about space, right. And, and creating some sort of upside and some sort of space. I, that's not to say that I think Bryce Young is not like an NFL quarterback way too early to make that assessment. And way too premature, I think, given the offense we've seen installed and given the offensive weapons that they've surrounded him with. But it just doesn't look great right now. And I I think, like, we know, I think, mentally, Bryce Young was, I, I think, the best quarterback coming out. We knew that he had that sort of, he had this innate feel for the quarterback position that I don't think any of these other quarterbacks had. But to this point, C.J. Stroud's looking like he has it more oh, than Bryce Young. Without a doubt. I, I just want to see this offseason. I, I, honestly, I don't think anything I see this year is really going to change my mind too much. But I want to see over the offseason when they get some more weapons, when they have a chance to kind of refigure this offense, how does that help Bryce Young? I, Listen, I'm just all, I'm not that confident in this coaching staff. I, I don't think they did a very good job in, in Indianapolis uh, helping the quarterbacks there. I have not seen a great offense here. It just relies on the quarterback to make too many precise throws, like the ones we were mentioning. And even the downfield stuff, like guys are covered, and there's they're kind of open, but they're not running wide open. And you see across the league, like what Kyle Shanahan's doing with the 49ers or what Mike McDaniel's doing with the Dolphins, like – Get Bryce Young some of these easy throws to at least get him in rhythm before you ask him to make, like to use the basketball term, the 29-foot fadeaway three-point shot. They're asking him to do that far too often. Yeah, I think that's actually a good, uh, probably a, a solid way to put it. Like, there is no rhythm, just in general, in this entire offense. But getting a, a rookie in a rhythm, I think, is almost more important than a veteran yes. in rhythm. Like you establishing some sort of tempo in the offense, establishing confidence like yeah. that it, confidence is such an underrated point of the quarterback position. And like to this point, Bryce Young doesn't have a lot of reasons to be all that confident. But no, not at all. I, I think better days are ahead. But boy, oh, boy, it it does not look good. And you're largely probably feeling pretty disappointed if you bought into Bryce Young and the idea that he was going to be able to overcome the circumstances of this offense right out of the gate. It's pretty bleak in Carolina. Now, obviously you're hoping that they're able to address their wide receiver needs this offseason. Maybe they get a little bit better at tight end. But one thing that would really help Bryce Young, Kate, is a running game. And you thought that the Panthers, when they paid Miles Sanders this offseason – uh, maybe would have a better running game. That hasn't been the case. Let's talk about Miles Sanders and his dynasty value next. This episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. I'm actually wearing my Prize Picks shirt right now. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. It is the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS because it's just you against the numbers. 
Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, all you have to do is pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Prize picks is the most fun I've had uh, playing DFS. You can win up to 25 times your money this football season. Again, all you have to do is select two or more players, pick more or less than on their projected stats, and watch the winnings roll in. I love how many different players that you can choose from, how many different stats you can choose from. I also like that Price Picks offers a reboot policy that will reboot your entry if one of your players gets injured in the first half and does not return. Price Picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with injury insurance. It's absolutely fantastic. Go to prizepicks.com slash NFL and use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, go to prizepix.com slash LOCKDOWNNFL and use promo code LOCKDOWNNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. We also want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. I just learned that you can get a one-year supply of ED medications through Jace Medical Do you realize what this means? That means you can go on your extended trips. You don't have to worry about supply supply chain issues. You are covered, my friend. You don't have to worry about whether or not you can refill your uh, generics for Cialis or Viagra. This is all possible because of our great friends at Jace Medical. Go online right now at jacemedical.com to receive your 12-month supply on your daily medication. Remember to use promo code LOCKDOWN at checkout for a discount as well. A recent verified customer had this to say about Jace. I am thankful for the service. Supply chain issues caused me to cut my pills in half just to have them. I ordered most of my daily meds with a year supply. I also ordered an antibiotic kit and I feel secure now. Prices are lower than my local pharmacies. I highly recommend this for everyone. If you or someone you love would like to have that peace of mind by having a year supply of any daily med, go to jacemedical.com to see if it's offered for you. Remember to use promo code LOCKDOWN for $20 off your purchase. Welcome back to the Lockdown Dynasty Football Podcast. Uh, hey, Lockdown continues to kick up our coverage this NFL season with Lockdown NFL Kickoff Live. Each Friday, Lockdown will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. Host Tanisha Batiste, Jarvis Davis, and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup your fantasy lineups, your betting angles, and so much more. Plus, get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country who know these teams better than anyone else. Find Lockdown NFL Kickoff Live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Lockdown NFL YouTube channel. Okay, let's talk about Miles Sanders. Uh, Last night, if you started him, which I don't know why you would, two carries for negative five yards did, I don't want to say save you, but did have two catches for 15 yards in the passing game. Is Miles Sanders somebody who is just droppable now in your dynasty leagues? No, he's not droppable. The The running back position is far too fickle, Marcus, to ever drop a, a running back that at least is on some decent contract. Like we, we know that it hasn't worked out to this point, this, this off season or this regular season here, Miles Sanders, he started off the season as this team's RB one, Slowly but surely, they've deviated to Chuba Hubbard, and it, we started to see that even before Miles Sanders got that injury. But, um, I, I mean, you're right. To this point in the season, like it, Chuba Hubbard is outplaying Miles Sanders in pretty much every metric, yards per carry, missed force tackle rate, 
um, yards after contact per attempt, like it just stuff rate. It, it doesn't matter what advanced metric you're looking at. If you're he just doesn't using, play. He, well, but when he does, it, you don't get any sort of uh, you, you don't often get that. Ooh, this is what I'm missing. Um, kind of. Do you know how many carries he has in his last four games? Just guess. Uh, I think seven, eight, 17 carries in his last four games. Oh, uh, I, I, uh, I thought you said two. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, I'll go through them Two this yeah. week, six last week, two against the Texans, seven against the Lions. He, he just, and he only has five catches during that same time. He just doesn't play. And I, I, I know what you're saying. Like he's on a, a contract that makes you think eventually they're going to figure it out, but why isn't he playing? Cause I don't think he's playing as well as Chuba Hubbard. And that's not to say that Chuba Hubbard is playing overly well either. He's not been super efficient, averaging just 3.8 yards per carry, but he does look better than Miles Sanders in the opera. And I like, there was a reason that Miles Sanders slowly started losing snaps to Chuba Hubbard. I don't think you give up yet. Cause Marcus, I think a big glaring problem with this team is it, you know, the the offensive line not not fantastic right uh, third lowest PFF run blocking grade so far this season it not it's not been a line that you can necessarily count on um, averaging a a league low one point zero two yards before contact allowed um, in the backfield like that that really gives you absolutely zero time to generate any sort of momentum on a running play. So I think it's this offensive line is learning both of these running backs. I I just think that I I hesitate to give up on miles Sanders, a considering the contract, but also just considering some of the circumstances, because if, if this is going to be an offense that doesn't necessarily have, you know, superstars in the receiving game, why wouldn't you want to establish the run with both of these running backs, right? Like it, it would behoove you to establish the run. And it, like, I, I think there's plenty that's, of room for both. That's what I don't understand about this Carolina team. You've got a quarterback who's clearly struggling and lacking confidence. Why not try to figure out the run game? Like they didn't even try last night. And the, what's frustrating Kate is Carolina was in this game the entire night. And for a, a big chunk of it, they were winning, right? And you had, if, if you take out a couple of kneel downs, you had 14 carries for like 40 yards in this game. Why why not try to run the ball a little bit more? I think it, again, I think this probably comes from a mistrust in the offensive line. Now, the, how much can you fix it at this time of the year? Sometimes we see these these units come together and, and vibe a little bit in the second half of the season. So not ruling any of that out, but like that, that's sort of my, my biggest question mark. How much do they trust this offensive line? Because I think it, you know, if, if you're only allowing, you know, one yard before there are opponents in your backfield, uh, that doesn't allow a lot of time for any sort of run game to like, I don't know. I don't know, Marcus, there's not enough it's not run great. game for you to trust Miles Sanders in your lineup right now, but um, you know Chuba Hubbard, he's got after this season got one more year left on his contract. Um, you know if they do want to give Miles Sanders a shot next year, trade Chuba Hubbard and give him 
an opportunity. He doesn't have a ton of carries on him. So that would give, you know, maybe a, another team if they've liked what they've seen from Chuba Hubbard, um, you know, give him a, a two year contract, uh, you know, afterward, stay with the team for a couple. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here, but it's, it's, it's rough. Now, let, let me, I'm going to hold your feet to the fire a little bit with Miles Sanders. Let, let's go through some players. I just to be clear, I do not, I do not love Miles Sanders. I know. I do not, I'm not, I'm not I am not trading to acquire him. I am not, but I'm holding. And I think that's all we can really ask for. All right, well, let, let's, let's do this. So the, on the October ADP, Miles Sanders was RB 29. Yeah. Good luck with that one. I'm going to give you some running backs that were being drafted at least 10 spots behind him. And I want you to tell me who you'd rather have going forward. Uh, Tyler Algier, RB 39. I'll still take Miles Sanders. Nick Chubb, RB 41. Nick Chubb. Okay. Raheem Mostert, RB43. I'll take Miles Sanders. I would take Mostert. Uh, AJ Dillon, RB44. AJ Dillon. Yeah, same with me. Uh, Gus Edwards, RB51. Who? Um, it's way too close. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Give me Gus like Edwards. Because I can at least use him. Uh, Keaton Mitchell for the Ravens, RB62. Keaton Mitchell. Last one. This might be insane. This might be way overreactionary, by the it way. It might be. Last one for you. I, I Just because it's you. Uh, Zach Moss, RB50. Zach Moss. <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, maybe you don't drop him. But he's gotten to a point now where, like, he's going to be drafted and being ranked, like, around RB60. And if depending on your league, if you're in a short bench dynasty league like I tend to play in, I, I'm okay dropping him because I'm okay thinking he's going to sit on the waiver wire for a long time. Because why pick up somebody who's getting two touches a game for negative yardage? Like, he just – I don't see this changing anytime soon. To be fair, I did think that – the ADP was a little bit aggressive, just even coming That's into uh, this. I, I don't know. It, this is hard, Marcus. This is a this is a challenging circumstance we find ourselves in. Yeah. Uh, really quickly, before we do get to promotion commotion, I did want to at least mention Roshan Johnson. So Deontay Foreman was a lead back in this game, 21 carries for 80 yards. We did see Roshan. Uh, he has returned from the concussion, five carries for 18 yards, did have four catches for 14 uh, in this one, any thoughts on Roshan? Don't love the fact that it, it I don't know. I, I feel like we kept seeing these almost sparks, like, you know, been kind of involved as a route runner. Like there's been a lot, I think, to be encouraged about, but there's also not at the, the same exact time. And I'm a little bit you know, I'm, I'm a little bit discouraged probably to say the least, just knowing that he's playing behind Deontay Foreman. I, I think that the, the talent level is there, obviously Deontay Foreman, they, they have a lot more trust in Deontay Foreman at this point in the season. Um, and I think things are only going to get a lot more complicated when they add Khalil Herbert back into the mix. I know uh, like didn't, didn't make his season debut here, but it, it doesn't seem very far off. Uh, so I think like maybe this is going to present a buy low window for Roshan Johnson, because I do, I firmly believe in the talent. It's just a question of when do circumstances open up for this team uh, to to really get him some run. And 
that's kind of where I'm at. Like Deonta Foreman, I, I think he's been everything that you could possibly want from him. He is going to be a free agent next year. So that's all I want to throw out there with Roshan Johnson is the talent is there. And Deontay Foreman, I can't imagine them bringing him back again. Like, no, probably not. Like I, I, I just want to give that word of encouragement, but I think this might be a good buy low opportunity. All right, let's get to promotion commotion. Our favorite segment of the week Some players that we want to promote from our bench into our starting lineups in week 10. We will get to that next. This episode is sponsored by better help. This time of year can be a lot and it's natural to feel some kind of sadness or anxiety about it. I know that once the new year hits, I always get a little blue. It's some of that seasonal blue. I mean, a lot of it's just because of where I live and because of the weather, but adding something new and positive to your life can counteract some of those feelings Therapy can be a bright spot amid all the stress and all the change, something to look forward to and something to help you feel grounded, to make you feel grounded, to give you the tools to manage everything going on. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's done entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch your therapist at any time for any reason at no additional charge. It's absolutely fantastic. Find your bright spot this season with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash LockedOn today to get 10% off your first month. That is BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash LockedOn. All right. It's our, it's our favorite segment of the week it's promotion commotion players that we are promoting from our bench sometimes even the waiver wire into the starting lineup and kate i'm gonna i'm gonna let you go but i want i gotta tell you a, a quick little story as we were doing this podcast i actually grabbed somebody from my waiver wire put him into oh. my starting lineup would you like me to tell you who it is yes trent Irwin for the cincinnati Bengals. Mm. so no T. higgins this week who got hurt with a hamstring injury jamar chase is very very questionable to play Anytime Trenton Irwin has played, he's been pretty good in the game against Arizona earlier this year. Eight catches for 60 yards. If you're in a PPR league, I, I really like him. I also, there's this is a terrible week for, for bye weeks with so many, like the Chiefs and the Dolphins on bye and the Eagles. I'm, I'm starting Trenton Irwin with confidence in week 10. I, I kind of like that, actually. So, you know, I think uh, also Tyler Boyd, perfectly fine, um, you know, option but yeah Trent Irwin might actually be on waiver wires and in, in plenty of your dynasty leagues I'm he cool was. with that he, he literally was he literally was yeah, yeah. <laughs> I uh I, I don't mind that play obviously this is like a tough defense but you know when you're you're absent um you know a lot of top end receivers due to the bipocalypse Sometimes we got to get creative here and you know at least get creative with one of the best quarterbacks and you know, the, the players catching the ball, uh, you know, from that said quarterback. I like it. Um, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to talk about a guy that we just talked about a little bit yesterday. Will Levis, come on down. Welcome to my starting fantasy football lineup. This is, you know, he's coming off a, a down week against Steelers, but it's a prime spot for a bounce back effort. 
since the Buccaneers week five by the secondary has absolutely struggled, like absolutely struggled. They've allowed a league high, almost 1400 passing yards, uh, almost a 20% explosive pass rate. Uh, Tampa Bay's defense allowing a nine to one uh, touchdown interception ratio, a 5.6% passing touchdown rate. Like this is a, a perfect matchup. Um, and, Will Levis, I think, is going to ball. You know, like he he was just named the starting quarterback. Maybe he's vibing. Uh, and now his matchup can reflect the vibes. I like it. I, I got one more for me just because I love this player. I think Wandale Robinson is going to have a really big day for the Giants uh, with Tommy DeVito at quarterback. No Darren Waller this week. The one spot on the Cowboys defense that can be, you can get them a little bit, a slot corner. Uh, Jordan Lewis really struggling. I, I just won't be surprised if Wandale gets like 11 targets and all of them are at the line of scrimmage. And it's probably not going to be for a big yardage total, but PPR maybe. Yeah. I mean, could you see him getting seven for 60 in this game? And it's maybe he gets a cheap touchdown and all of a sudden that's like 19 PPR points. Sure. He's the one guy in the passing offense for the Giants. I am at least a little bit excited about. Yeah, I, I think that's totally fair. Um, I'm going to give you one more just to close out the show in pure disgusting style. Um, what if you pair your quarterback, Will Levis, with wide receiver Kyle Phillips? We saw get a little bit more involved last week. Um, the the Buccaneers, as I mentioned, a great matchup. The uh, wide receiver position has been averaging uh, just under 250 yards per game uh, to the uh, up against the Bucs. 91% of Kyle Phillips's targets have come out of the slot and mm-hmm. Bucks rookie cornerback Christian Ezien has allowed the seventh most yards in slot coverage this point this season. So I think maybe. Yes. <laughs> YOLO. Uh, I the the Bucks also have some injuries at cornerback this week, which is a little concerning. I, I would not be surprised at all if Will Levis has a big game. We just saw CJ Stroud light up this Tampa Bay secondary. They're even more banged up now. I like that call. I like it going in on the Titans offense. This, this is a Woo! lot. Of- <laughs> All right. That is it for today's show. We want to thank you for making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen every single day. We are free and available on all platforms, every dayers. We'll be back on Monday to break down all of the action from week 10. Should be a really fun week. We've got some really good games in the uh, Sunday afternoon window. So, again, back here on Monday. Check out the show on YouTube. Follow Kate on Twitter, at Kate Majuk. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. Enjoy the games. See you back here on Monday.